welcome to the Empath and the Narcissist podcast, where you regain your sparkle back after narcissistic abuse. I am your host, Raven Scott, a trauma-informed spiritual mentor, certified meditation teacher, and human design expert. I'm empowering empaths in recovery and healing from narcissistic abuse, childhood trauma through human design, self-care, mindfulness advice, and expert interviews. Subscribe now. Welcome back to a special episode where we cover how to understand your human design unique energy blueprint, really to make sense of everything and to block out all of the lies and conditioning from the world and possibly the narcissist in your life or the toxic person. And today I'm sharing with you a beautiful listener, Danielle's chart, uh, with her permission. She is amazing and really my biggest takeaway that I think she got from this reading, uh, listen in and let me know, was how to guard her identity center and how to become aware that she may be taking on the anxiety or the stress of someone else as a deep feeling empath. So this is amazing. And if you feel the same way and relate to Danielle, the Empath Aura Shield Protection Meditation will be linked for you in the show notes. Let's dive in. So your type, let's start at the top, is your generator. So what that means is that you have a consistent energy to do things. Um, you are here to be delegated tasks. You are here to do what you love and you can kind of consistently do it like a consistent train of energy versus someone who needs to do it in spurts and then rest. Um, I always think of like the analogy of the generator as the assembly line machine. It's like you can literally just go until you're the, the, the whistle blows and time to go home and sleep and then get up and do it again. Like whatever you enjoy, that's your, um, that's your pulse of energy in doing. So with that said, you have a strategy to respond. All generators have a strategy to respond. So what that means is doing what you love just for the sake of loving to do it and then waiting for opportunities in whatever realm, that realm, in relationships. Like It's just all about interacting and responding to people mm -hmm. so if you really want to let's say what I've I've been experimenting with is because I have this in my as my strategy so for instance instead of just thinking up of something and talking into the void in my podcast I have I go into like chat forums I go into places where people are already talking and I respond and then as people like started to see who I was and what I talked about, then they would actually send me messages and ask me questions. Um, and then I would like record a podcast off of that question, or I would record a podcast off of a, off of a conversation I had with a friend and we were just, you know, jiving about something that happened between the two of us. And so I'll share it as the, as a podcast. And what I found is it really resonated with people a lot more when it came from that response mode 
versus like, let me just sit down and write like 10 things I think people would like to hear. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so finding the next right breadcrumb, finding the next, you know, right door to be open for you is going to be like, this is how you're going to manifest and flow with the universe using your generator energy is to do what you love just for the sake of you love doing it. And then waiting for those opportunities for people to see what you're doing or react to you or just have conversations and respond. Mm -hmm. And when you're not doing that, and let's say you're initiating something and you're like, oh, I have this idea and I'm going to start it. And then you start it and then you try and like do it. It's it, you'll feel like no one's listening and there'll be like this dark void or um, like it just like roadblock after roadblock keeps occurring. Um, that is then going to get you into your not self theme of frustration. Like, gosh, I just don't understand. Like, this is so frustrating. I can't seem to get success in this realm. And it's because you're not waiting to respond. You're like trying to initiate and just do. Mm -hmm. So that's where that not self theme comes into play over here. So it's a really great uh, emotion to recognize within yourself because like when you're frustrated that means you're pushing too much and you're not waiting to respond you're you're out of your energy strategy okay <clears throat> any questions on that um no not not yet okay so your profile here at the top three five that is um two main archetypes that are part of your personality you can consider it similar to you know how an enneagram like gives you your personality this is mm -hmm. something similar it's more of an archetype though so you are a person um that is technically most likable like you people are drawn to you with your subconscious five line which is the heretic the expander the um provocative the um, alluring type person. So when it's the second number, it's in your subconscious. So all these red numbers over here are your subconscious. And so here in your sun gate, 0.5 is where they're getting this five. Your main energy is this amazing leader, right? Five is also a leader to expand. I don't know, whatever it may be for you, expand the mind, expand you have contagion in your main theme also. This this is a life theme, Incarnation Cross. So maybe to expand contagion about something great that needs to happen for evolution. Line five is a big like expansion, an evolution type of a influencer. Mm -hmm. So you have that in your subconscious. So you may not be aware of it. You may kind of like not understand why people are coming to you and always being attracted to you like it just doesn't quite make sense because then you have this line three in your conscious so you've got your in your conscious awareness the point three over here in your sun gate is the three line that's called the martyr so the martyr is someone who lives a lot goes through a lot of hard experiences and can come out the other side and say, hey, I've been through this now as leader, like now let's evolve, let's change, let's shift 
you know, what needs to happen so other people don't go through the same crap I went through. Um, so in the big, like in the first stages, you may still be feeling this, like you feel like, why am I always like a target? Because people are drawn to you from your alluring subconsciously, but then you're experiencing all of these different scenarios. Maybe you're experimenting, you feel like you're always failing, or these people are coming to you and just offending you. And you're like, what the heck? Like, why am I attracting all these like weird people? Because you have this energy in your conscious of being that experimenter. You're experiencing life. You're learning through experiences. And I mean, how does a diamond get shiny? It has to go through pressure and heat. You know, it kind of, the, the lotus has to grow from the gross, you know, murky mud into the beautiful flower. So that's how I see the three, five is like, it's really difficult life. The beginning, even if it's not difficult, it just always feels and appears difficult. Like you always find yourself saying questions like, you know, people are always doing this to me. Like it's always like this, the victim mentality. And so Mm -hmm. the journey in this archetype is transforming and emotionally growing into your five, your leadership in your line five of that powerful, alluring, like, let's change the world kind of energy. And you have the capability to expand beyond just like your small circle of friends. You could say something like, let's say you do all this introspection and you're like, I have a really deep thought. And let's say you share it on social media. It's going to be energetically much more far reaching than let's say another, you know, um, line there's just something about the five line that's just so impactful Mm -hmm. how do you feel about that and where you're at in that it's like actually kind of accurate it's kind of freaky (laughs) (laughs) it's freaky and i'm also speaking from what i've studied and then what i'm personally observing um in i have someone in my life who has three five so i've really been observing that because it's been so confusing Mm-hmm. Like your life is great. I don't understand why you're always crying the victim. So there's there's something there. Like you have you have to. It's just part of the personal development. Yeah, I'm trying hard to not have that attitude because I definitely have that feeling of like, why does this keep happening? <laughs> but yeah. trying really hard to like not like exist in that because it's so unproductive. Yeah. So maybe switch your mantra to, what is the lesson here? right? It's Mm -hmm. energetically being attracted to you for a lesson. Now, what's the lesson here for me? And eventually that I could share with someone else who crosses my path Mm -hmm. for the world, depending on how big your dreams are. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. Now your inner authority is emotional. So this is a really important part, your inner authority. It is your uh it's connected to this here you have a defined solar plexus so we'll get to these centers in a second but just want to cover the main stuff here so Mm -hmm. this i always liken it to your intuition and your voice and this also directly connects to the definition so this you have a split definition that means you have two voices in your head talking to you about your intuition which makes sense because you have you have this this emotional 
So if, I don't know if you've observed at all, but it'd be great to write a journal down. What is your emotional cycle? Um, like wh- when in a pattern or so, when are you most often really excited, really giggly, really happy, really high in your emotions? And then when are you the most like down in your emotions? And see if you can find a consistent pattern in that time cycle. Because everyone who has a defined solar plexus, it's kind of like the tides. It may ebb and flow a little bit, but it's very consistent. Like, you know, we can chart out when it's going to be high tide, when it's going to be low tide. So it's very much um, is like a motor for you. It is a motor. It's a motor center. So when you need to say, like, make a decision, use your intuition, especially big life decisions, never say yes right away. I always tell that to all the emotional authorities. Don't don't commit to the bit until you know and you felt through your entire emotional cycle that, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm feeling clarity on this because you won't get clarity. So I don't know if you experienced it, but let's say friends invite you out to some drinks and you're like, yeah, totally, let's go. And then like, let's say it's later that evening and they invited you the day before or that morning. Could even be that morning. And you're like, yes, let's go. And then you're like, you you feel like now you're going in your little circle here. You're neutral. And then like comes the afternoon and you're near low. You're like, dude, I don't want to go at all. I just want to hide in my sweatpants and I just want to watch Netflix for a while. Like I really want to finish binging the show. So you're like, I really regret saying yes. I really don't want to go. There's just all these like weird, like negative emotions about it. And then, you know, you rise back up to your neutral. And then that second part after the high, middle, low, that second neutral is where you gain clarity. It's like, okay, do I feel like I really want to go out or do I feel like I want to stay in? And that's where you're going to gain your clarity in that decision. And that works with big decisions, small decisions, with everything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I always say for you, it's really important to feel. I know the society ta- tells us a lot about thinking, like think something through. Well, you know, you can weigh the pros and cons, but it's not in your mind. It's in your feeling like what feels right for you. And that's your your inner authority and take time to feel through all the emotions first in order to know, okay like this for sure. I'm confident. I want to do this thing. Or you know what? I'm really confident. I don't want to purchase this now. Like all of those different decisions that require us to commit or to say yes or no. Mm -hmm. And it might take you a little bit more time because you have this split decision. So you're already taking your, your cycle time, which is good. So within that cycle time, you have your fears talking to you over here. So you have these lines here are connected called channels. So these are colored in. And when a, a number is circled, that means you have that planet placed on that in that gate, similar to astrology. You know how it's like you look at your chart. Have you looked at your astrology chart? And yeah. so you have like the moon is in, oh gosh, I don't know what 45 is. But your moon it will be in a particular zodiac. I can look it up here and ask you. Do you know where your moon is? Yeah, I think it's Libra. Okay, perfect. So what's cool about the gates is it's connected to an, an archetypal energy in the human design, which correlates to actually the gene keys. 
and it also has the I Ching system, like defining it. Oh, the yeah, the king and queen. Um, this is in astrology, the moon, 45. The So it also has an astrological zodiac connected to it. This one, it has Gemini connected. But your moon is in Libra. So most of the times it lines up, but sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. This is why it didn't line up. Because I'm looking at your subconscious. So this is 88 days before you're born. So that makes sense because Gemini is before Libra. So you're 32. Sorry, I was looking in the red. Hmm. You're 32. Yep, is Libra. So continue. Con- so this particular gate, continuity, uh, Libra. It's it's all about duration. Yep, and it's the lymphatic system. That's cool too. It links to your body as well. So li- the lymphatic system here, right here. Perfect. So. Going back to the definitions, this connects here. So you have actually these. So when we look at definitions, it's almost like making a, you know, those mazes you used to do as a kid. We have to find like the exit, like find and connect the dots. So I'm yeah. connecting the dot here. There's a line connected there. So you have your sacral connected to your spleen. Your spleen is where your immune system is, your intuition and your survival like so your fears in order for you to survive you have to have fears otherwise if you don't fear anything you'll die in nature right so Mm -hmm. then that connects to the root which is the adrenaline of like when to do something which then connects to your solar plexus which is your emotions so this is one definition right here so you have a lot of like gut emotional fear kind of all swirling down there when you're trying to make a decision and then up (laughs) And then up here, you have your head and your conceptualization. So you've got like the two kind of these two voices fighting each other a bit. You're like, oh, wait, no, like this is just too overwhelming and confusing. I I don't know how, what I feel. So let me go up into my logic and let me like think this through. So you have these two voices here in your head. That's what the split definition tells us. So I always like to say then if this this split definition sometimes slows us down sometimes confuses us but it's really there just to allow us to be able to process everything and ultimately the best way to know you're making the right soul energy connected decision is through your emotional cycle observing Mm -hmm. your emotions so through feeling yeah that's crazy (laughs) <laughs> does, it, does that feel right to you like that's something you feel good or comfortable doing yeah that definitely feels like it it clicks too because I definitely have very t- like two different schools of like experience going in my head where I'll be like oh f- I'm gonna think this through versus feel this through it's like it's really annoying sometimes because I never mm-hmm like decide which one to go with so making really big it'd be really hard yeah having a split definition is super annoying (laughs) (laughs) it's like just it's just another life lesson of learning of maturing in your it's almost like oh you want to emotionally evolve this lifetime okay here you go we've just given you this tool (laughs) (laughs) this super annoying thorn you're gonna have to work on yeah 
yeah so all of these centers then so all of these centers here are uh they're connected to your chakra system mm -hmm. so as we're talking about then we've got the head center here when it is colored in it doesn't matter what color it, it is it's always going to be yellow for everyone when it's colored in that means it's defined so any center that's colored is defined and that means you experience that energy in a consistent way versus versus when you have something white or open that is a, something that you would amplify like a radio you have energy within you to do this let's say to speak right you can speak you're speaking but you may speak in a variety of ways you might be able to kind of change your voice depending on who you're around you'll start talking more like them um talking uh, about what you desire to talk about maybe that changes depending on who you're around and maybe you have loads to stay or you can't um how do I say so when you're in maybe this might be like you're already thinking it when you're with someone trying to speak something into clarity you can almost like understand it and then be able to speak it for them sometimes concisely but when you don't yourself have clarity, you'll kind of speak in circles. That makes sense. There's just like a variety of ways that you experience the energy. Mm. So I noticed that you have your identity center, this diamond here in the middle. This is open. And so this is, again, another pause for I see uh, personal growth. So you experience... Danielle, in a whole variety of ways, depending on who you're around. You can experience, you know, rebel like Danielle around rebels. You experience angry Danielle around someone who's always angry, like, or anxious. Like, you, this is a really, really good center to have for people who wish to be a coach or a therapist because you could literally just sit in a room with that person and feel like know how they identify like as themselves like where their ego is at mm -hmm. <laughs> like how they're feeling as a, a being not feelings feelings but just like how how they can't think of a different word than feel right like the be it's about the being like I feel confident in myself versus unconfident or anxious or all the things mm -hmm. but if you're not aware that you have this open and you're just like la la la, la going along and then you meet a group of friends and they don't like have really good you know self-esteem they got a lot of trouble at home whatever right? a lot of insecurities but everyone who has that puts it off a really big facade and they have big energy and whatever and you get kind of like roped into that friend group and then all of a sudden you're starting to really like go downhill in grades or behavior or like when you're around them, you just like have so much anxiety. Like you're just like, I don't know why, like my life is great, but I feel so much anxiety. So you're amplifying the other person's being about themselves. 
So this is another great space to feel into your feelers, like what clicks, what feels right for you um, when you're observing, like, you know, meeting a new person or just like where your body is and who you're with. If it feels good and clicks, then you're with someone who like has a healthy identity. If it feels a little bit off and kind of funky, like it feels like, you know, you can't quite place it, then you're with someone who is not healthy in their identity. If that makes sense. That is so crazy. Yeah, that makes total sense. <laughs> Have you been drawn into the wrong friend crowds when you were younger? Um, Kind of. I had a boyfriend for four years. We just broke up like earlier this year. And I truly was, I could not fathom, like, why do I feel like I, I'm so anxious. My life feels miserable. Things on paper are not that bad. And I think I was just in like absorbing all of that, like that he was experiencing and all his crap. I I just feel like that, that just like totally clicked for me when you said that. Yeah, that was it. (laughs) That was probably it. But like all the time. So like it really must just be the energy you're around. Like I never really gave that a second thought, but wow, that's like crazy. Yeah. You don't feel that all the time. Yeah. Like I don't feel anxious all the time. I don't feel like a mess all the time. Like it was just around like certain people. It's like, Oh my gosh, that's crazy. That's it. That's it. So with these open centers, you also have one more open center here, the will where you could easily be sold something, scammed something, um, uh, like, um, it's also good for if you want to start a diet, but you need account, you need accountability to start something with discipline, like a diet, mm-hmm. unless you're, you've read something and your mind is so set on it and you're super motivated, then of course you can use your own willpower. But if it's something is like, eh, like, you know, you, you have a conversation with somebody to, I don't know, start, start a diet. Let's just keep on that example. And they're so excited. They're like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like you're amplifying their excitement about this. And like you generate the similar willpower as they do. And then you go home, write down a list, maybe even go to the grocery store. And you're like, I really don't want any of these foods. Like, I don't even know why I wrote this list down. Like, I want to go to the frozen section and get something really delicious. So that's that open will center where you're amplifying agendas or willpower of others. And when you're in their aura. So the best thing to do when you have these open centers is to guard yourself up. First is awareness. Second is understanding that I always liken these two as like open doors to our house. We don't just sit in our houses anymore nowadays with the door open, unlocked. We have our doors closed. We have our doors locked. And that's the status quo. So that's what we need to do with our energy. If you want some breath of fresh air, you want to let some light in or your own light out, you can close the screen and have the door open. But just being mindful and controlling your energetic um, aura allows you to screen off from these other people. So now, now that you have awareness, when you go into interacting with someone else, you're going to be kind of analyzing or observing like, oh, or even really what I want you to do is tune into how you feel, feeling around that person. And then you're like, oh, well, that was just my open identity center there. 
So then what I, what I have people do is practice the empath or a shield. There's a protection meditation I can send you after this, but you can just literally say, okay, I know I have these centers open. So when you exit your house, you say, you know, you say shield up and you just envision your empath or a shield up and you could even swipe your meridian three times to lock it in. And then you're like, okay, I got it. Now you'll still be observing. You might still feel yourself amplifying because that's just the natural part of the energy. But when you're aware, you're like, well, I'm not going to drag it with me. And I know it's theirs. So I'm going to let it be theirs. It stays out of your energetic body. I was actually thinking that recently too. I was like, I really need to be aware of like my energy and my feelings and like my perceptions. Cause I feel like I don't always acknowledge it. And I kind of try to just go with whatever's around me or like kind of give in to whatever other people are putting out. And it's like in the moment it might be fine. But then when I'm alone by myself home or whatever, I'm like, Oh my God, that was miserable. Like, why did I <laughs> like not, you know, stick to my guns or something like that. Like it just doesn't feel right. Yeah. That's the willpower center. That's the will center. <laughs> yeah. That darn, that was the biggest one for me to really learn through. <laughs> oh, gratefully, I was, I was able to be educated about scams. It's like, uh, I think it, yours is your energy with the root. Like you don't ever feel pressure or urgency as much as someone with an open root center. Um, because that's what scams are all about, right? Is like urgency, like, oh, it has, like, they just say all these things and you have to feel like you have to do it now. I don't know if you feel that urgency. Um, Not particularly. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Because you have it defined. You're, you're down here, that, that bottom square is also a motor. So when you feel motivated to do something, you do it. When you don't, you don't. So there's not like this urgency to push and get stuff done and and to get your to-do list done so that you feel the pressure off. So that's good. You have that balance. So it's really just focusing on awareness <laughs> of that will. Yeah. Um, Questions? So you said out? that's usually the top one is usually yellow. Yeah. Can you hear me? I can. Yeah. I think okay. Um, so you said. I think my phone is weird. <laughs> um, you said the top one is usually yellow for everybody, right? Mm -hmm. So then um, the bottom three, it's like a golden, like brownish color. Are those usually that color too? Yeah. The color doesn't matter. It's just that it's colored in. But gotcha. Yeah, color is always the same, but there's no, there's no significance to like the color of the center. I gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Um, I think that was it. I think you answered everything. That was really thorough. If you want personal help in gaining clarity, your authentic power back, and healing to be rid of the narcissist for good, join our empath community and receive sparkle reminder inspiration every Saturday and strategies to heal from narcissist abuse, plus Get your free human design chart summary and free 20-minute support call with me. As soon as you're in, I'll gift you your human design reading with your type, strategy, and inner authority. 
So join now and get your eating within 24 hours. How do you know you're on the right path? The healing journey is unique to each person and it takes one baby step at a time. The truth about narcissists, journal ritual, EFT tapping, mirror work, connect with your healed ancestor, Ho'oponopono prayer, dealing with difficult people meditation, gratitude journal, and human design 101. These are just some of the few tools that I have included in the Empath and Narcissist book, A Healing Guide with Spiritual Exercises. I am over here on the other side of the deep, dark cavern abyss that you're facing right now, of the unknown. I'm here waving, cheering you on to take your next right step to the other side. And one of those steps is to educate yourself and gain all the healing tools that have helped me cross my own bridge to the other side and have a life full of abundance and love and peace away from the narcissist. You can find my book on Amazon and listen on Audible today. I'm so grateful for you listening, finding the show and sharing it with your friends. It would give a great boost in the heart-centered algorithm to rate and review this podcast if you are enjoying it. Take a screenshot, share it on your socials, share it in a text message to a friend that you know right now needs to be pulled out of the quicksand. And remember, always keep your unique light shining. I just wanna make it last Try to let go of the past I close my eyes, embrace the blast Sleepless nights and headaches stack Restlessness to hell and back What's my purpose, what do I grab? A slippery surface, a heart attack And sometimes you just gotta believe There's something that'll give you relief There's something that'll have what you need What you need we're broken, it's tragic, we're not all elastic, but maybe there's magic, believe.